Louder! is going on my people of somewhat supernatural we're back with episode three okay this is this is what you look like in that tombstone huh? yeah <laughs> i'm all angry <laughs> so today the subject we're going to talk about is something that i said when i first started this show i would never cover because quite frankly this subject frightens the hell out of me but today the subject we are about to discuss has been deemed by some as dangerous even whispering about this subject can cause even the bravest men to look over their shoulders or cause a shiver to run down their spine. Most won't do so during the daylight, much less after sundown. And of course, I'm talking about skinwalkers. The term skinwalker remains a loaded term, a devastating term, unrivaled in the cryptid community to conjure up so many memories, emotions, stories, and legends. Most can be dismissed as simple exaggerations or a modern myth. But if you're brave enough to dig a bit deeper, you can find that the truth of the skinwalker is darker than any wives' tale told around a campfire. Dum -dum. That being said, let's do this. Oh yeah, look at you with your you gotta have protection. Are you scared? I ain't taking no chances. No chances. Nope. <laughs> I'm sharing this right now on Facebook. We are live. Episode what is this? Episode three? I put episode three, so it should it better be episode three. I don't even know. <laughs> so, like I said, welcome everybody to Somewhat Supernatural. I am your host with the ghosts, the one and only Lord Scuba Cabra. And with me is my co-host, the one and only Lord Benjamin Maximus. Yo, thank you for using my proper title. <laughs> yes, sir, of course, of course. Don't you, I hate it when people don't use other people's titles. You know, when when and when <laughs> it hurts me, man, whenever whenever I'm on a podcast and my proper title isn't used, I mean it's just uh I know, like what kind of freaking jerk would do something like that? Like, I don't know, but I, I think he made up for it, so I would hope so. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know, when I was on Ben's podcast, he did not call me Lord Scuba. Not one time. He did it the second time though. So that's but cool. I did call you Daddy. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 TMI, TMI. The somewhat supernatural people do not need to know that. <laughs> ben, entertain the people. Uh let us know what have you been up to since the last time we saw you on Somewhat Supernatural. I gotta fucking throw my dogs in the room. <laughs> Well, things have been going pretty good. Uh, work has been kicking up, so getting back into the swing of things there. I finally got my arm looked at. I got a tear in my muscle, so got some steroid shots and starting to feel better. And I'm looking forward to day after Thanksgiving or the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, some, buddy. We got some stuff going on. Yes, yes, yes. Ben will be joining us on our investigation of the Goatman Bridge and the Haunted Hill House. The Hill House. Now, I am very, uh, very excited for that, especially because of how sensitive your wife is to things when it comes to the paranormal. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what occurs at Hill House with you guys there. So, yeah, um, I'm excited too. Um, Sanders really. You know, she's she's hyped, but she's also kind of like, babe, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, well, whatever happens, you know, we'll deal with it. Because, you know, the way COVID has been, we need we need to get out the house. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And um, I would rather brave whatever spirits have in store for us there than to deal with that freaking virus anymore. So, yeah, lost too many people. Too many uh, people. Way too many good people, man. Way too many good people gone from this stupid ass virus. But what else? What else have you been up to, man? Other than work, and I know we just uh, passed Halloween, and you did some things at the house. Did you get any trick or treaters? Oh, yeah. Honestly, no. I got zero trick or treaters. Wow. 
I was very upset about that. Yeah, we have this huge pot of candy now that I'm going to be forced to eat. Don't want to, but I'm going to be forced to eat. So, uh, you know. But yeah, we set up the projectors. I had the uh, trio of pumpkins uh, scene. So that was cool. The neighbors really liked it. Um, I had Boner, my giant eight-foot skeleton out. And um, she was uh, uh, entertaining, you know, the neighbors. And I had another projector going with ghosts all around the house and everything. So it was cool. Just there was no, I guess my neighborhood, just there's no kids. So that was kind of, that kind of sucks. So if anybody wants to buy a house, we're going to be looking for a neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) We're moving to Candy Cane Lane. Right. Dude, have you seen what happens on the island? On Halloween? Yeah. Or, oh no! Did do they have Dude, anything out there? It's huge. Like the whole neighborhood out there in this one particular spot, like some blocks are shut down. Like thousands of people there handing out candy and trick or treating and all this stuff. And you can go up to a house and you know somebody there hand you a beer, Jello shot, or whatever. I mean, it's it's like that, dude. It's freaking awesome. This is the so, first year we haven't gone since Sandra and I've been together. So we're living and, on the wrong side of town is what you're saying. Dude, seriously, dude. But I was looking at the houses over there. It's like $300,000 and shit. God so. damn. God damn. Yeah. but Crazy, uh, crazy. That's the, that's the kind of stuff that I want to be involved in, you know? just I mean, not that level of, of crazy, but I want kids to come by and stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you know, I didn't get any trick-or-treaters either here at the apartments, and I was kind of bummed out. So what I did was I went walking around looking for trick-or-treaters to give my candy away to. Um, oh, really? Yeah, so I was walking around in my Victorian vampire costume just fucking, here, kid, candy, here, kid, candy. You want candy? Here's candy. Your Severus, your Severus Snape outfit? No, no, no. I didn't wear the black cape. I didn't wear the black cape or the wig this time. It was just a top hat. <laughs> but, dude, but that yeah. was, oh, oh, the wedding, dude, that was, I heard. Oh, dude, that. the wedding was cool, dude. It was so cool, like. Your wife's niece came out in a fucking coffin. Like it was badass, dude. That yeah, was, like, they did the, the uh, they did the wedding rehearsal here at the house. Yeah, and uh, well, she she's so freaking skinny, dude. Like she, you know, like I was like I could carry her in one hand. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. But it was it was really awesome the way they did it. I saw the videos. It looked awesome. I heard that you had a really interesting reaction to it. <laughs> oh, dude, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like it was awesome. Like. It was literally the coolest wedding that I've ever officiated. Like, it was awesome. And I, I even told them that, Elijah and, and Mystica, I told them that. I was like, yo, this is legit the coolest wedding that, that I've ever officiated. Yeah. And I've done some cool Halloween weddings, you know what I mean? But the intro itself on this one was just fucking amazing. Like, it was so cool. Um, yeah, Mystica, Mystica was very, she had a vision, and she wanted, to, she was going to make sure that vision was executed to her specifications, know what I mean? So yeah, got it. Got to admire her for that. If I ever get married, when I if if and when I ever get married again, I uh, I have the same plan for my third third wedding. I want to do some cool shit for that one. Thinking maybe Star Wars theme or something would be fucking cool. <laughs> so, but um, I haven't been up to shit since the last time you guys saw me on Somewhat Supernatural. I've been working and. Doing Gormore, you guys can catch me every Monday on the Gormore podcast right here on Project Louder. Also, be sure to check out Ben's podcast, the Recycled Corn podcast, right there on his shirt. I like it. I like the shirt. (laughs) But today, today, we're talking about the ancient Native American legend of Skinwalker. Now, there are a lot of people that say you should not cover this topic. Uh, even saying the word skinwalker is eh. now, but, but here's my thing. Okay. This is a native American legend. So I, I, I don't believe now, and I could be wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. I could be wrong, but I don't think saying it in English gives it as much power as saying it in the native tongue. You know what I mean? I'm sure. But as, you know, someone who has uh, Native American blood, like I said, I'm not taking no chances. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But, yeah. Because even the translation isn't even 
the word skinwalker, when you translate it, it, it translates to something else like he who walks on all fours or some shit like that. We'll get it. We'll get it in this description. Right. So basically, what is a skinwalker? Well, the skinwalker is an ancient Native American legend that takes on various forms across tribes. In Navajo lore, a skinwalker or the Yinaldushi, Yinaldushi, something like that, is a kind of wicked sorcerer. And if I butchered it, I apologize to all my Native Americans. I apologize. Uh, and a wicked is a wicked sorcerer who can transform into occupy or disguise themselves as an animal. The Navajo skinwalker has deep roots in Native American folklore. Other tribes throughout the region have also have a version of a skinwalker. Uh, the shape-shifting skinwalker takes on various forms across tribes, but most agree on what it looks like. A deformed animalistic body, marred face, and blazing, blazing orange red or red eyes. While paranormal investigators, such as myself, probe the property with novel inventions, what we seek has a history that is centuries old. And that is the legend of the skinwalker. So, Ben, do you want to read a little bit and give us a little bit on the origin of the skinwalker? Sure. Um, the Navajo have the most well-documented and arguably some of the most interesting lore surrounding skinwalkers. Many of the Native American dislike the fact that skinwalkers appear in modern media because of the superstition that mentioning them might cause them to hunt the mentioning person down. This is the same reason why they don't like talking about them with non-natives. Um, from my research, um, I found out that a lot of times skinwalker or um, they will skinwalkers will only share their um, abilities with like-minded people. You know what I mean? So unless yeah. you're in that circle, you're really not going to find any hard information about what it takes to be a skinwalker. Yeah, you, um, you you have to be of evil intentions. Um, I know that. Uh, it, it says in here later on that every, not every witch is a skinwalker, but every skinwalker is a witch. So right. you have you have shamans, you know, that that practice mystical arts and stuff like that in, in the native in the native uh, culture, and not all of them. Are skinwalkers because they practice the good, you know. It's like right. The, it's like the Jedi and the Sith, right? Really, and, and that, that's a good uh, modern interpretation for people to get a good idea of what actually we're dealing with here. I mean, some traditions believe that skinwalkers are born of of a benevolent medicine man, you know, somebody who wants to help, but then turns around to abuse the magic for evil. Yeah. Medicine Man is given mythical powers of evil. They vary from tradition to, to, to tradition, but the power, um, all traditions mention, is ability to turn or possess an animal or person. Uh, hmm. Other traditions believe a man, woman, or child can become a skinwalker should they commit any kind of deep-seated taboo. Like one thing that I've heard was uh, to, men to murder a family member or close friend. Um, okay. And upon initiation, the person is said to gain the power to become, um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Just say skinwalker. <laughs> yeah, skinwalker um, in the Navajo language. Um, it translates to, with it, he goes on all fours. This is done via dance, song, ritual, ceremony used to curse instead of to heal. Although both men and women can become skinwalkers, uh, men are more commonly initiated. It's generally thought that only childless women can become witches. Not every witch is a skinwalker, but every skinwalker is a witch, as you said already. Yeah, so I I wonder yeah. why. I mean, and I guess it's because, you know, you you when a woman has a child, most women have that motherly bond. Right. You know what I mean? So that would inherently stop you from completely being evil for most people you know i guess well, because... i said think about the shock that that comes out when people find out that women are, are serial killers oh yeah oh yeah, I mean? like, like yeah that that will gain national attention so you can only imagine you know women have like you said that nurturing nature whereas men are more likely to 
you know, be the ones to go to war, to start a fight, or to commit atrocities, you know. Let's be real and call a spade a spade. You know, men have caused a lot of shit. You know, we're responsible for a lot of freaking bullshit just because of, uh, uh, you know, our uh, ego. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, in some stories, people who have attained the highest rank are called Klizadi, 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 which means pure evil. And I, I fucking hate that I'm butchering this beautiful language because it, right. it's, but, I mean, it's probably language. a good thing that you're not saying it right. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, you know, I ain't trying to conjure <laughs> up this shit. So this can be achieved by killing a close blood relative, relative, like you said, incest, necrophilia, or other culturally taboo and evil acts. Upon completing one or more of these acts, it is said to destroy their humanity and allow them to become fully initiated in the way of witchery. But I guess more in the way of the dark side of the witchery because like i said there are good witches out there right so although skinwalker like yeah yeah so although skinwalker <laughs> is most frequently seen as a coyote a wolf a fox eagle owl or crow the skinwalker is said to have the power to assume the form of any animal they choose a decision based on what specific abilities are needed for example a skinwalker may use a bird form for exp- expedited travel and pursuit, escape, or otherwise. Some Navajo also believe that the skinwalker have the ability to steal the face of a person. Now, that I have seen a lot of on TikTok, um, and not just face stuff, but like vocal stuff. Um, right. I've seen a, and, and you know, and I don't put a lot of faith into TikTok, you know what I mean, at all. Especially, <laughs> there's you know, there's some stuff that comes out of like, you know, Mexico or, or some other place that I believe 100%. But with stuff like this, like I, I saw this one where this guy was recording and he's like, somebody is calling me from the other room with my own voice. Right. And so could that easily be created? Of course it could. But it's still creepy nonetheless. You know what I mean? And, and there was this one tiktoker that i used to follow and i haven't seen him post anything in a while and he's this rancher that lives out in a ranch in the fucking middle of nowhere he's riding his horse and his horse fucking gets spooked and he's tiktoking and you hear like a child crying yeah in the fucking middle of nowhere and the horse is freaking the fuck out and that right there i believe that 100 percent. you know what i mean that that why would this man have to lie about something like that Granted, it's TikTok. Granted, it's yeah. social media. You know, you want your views, you want your likes, but I, I 100% believe that something like that has occurred, whether it's occurring now or not on these social media videos. It has occurred before it, it because it's, I mean, there's legend of this stuff occurring. So that's how right. we get, you know, the, these tales that we get. So the skinwalkers are commonly believed to be the color white while in animal form. This is how many distinguish a skinwalker in animal form from a regular animal. The Navajo believe that if you ever lock eyes with the skinwalker, they can absorb themselves into your body. Alternately, some Navajos believe that if you make eye contact with the skinwalker, your body will freeze up with fear and the skinwalker will use that fear to gain power and energy. Skinwalkers, like many other malevolent legends, gain power from a victim's fear. It is said to say that Skinwalker out loud will attract them to you as if you've been marked. To say their name aloud is to invite them into yourself. Well, I've said it a shitload of times, but I'm also saying you are not fucking invited anywhere near me, anywhere near my family. You can go fuck yourself. We are doing this for the people out there that want to know what you are and who are interested in what you are. I'm I, getting- uh, I, I talked to Sandra about this and she already... Uh- took care of some uh, stuff around the house. And uh, she was like, I, I, I'm not, she goes, I'm going to the art walk. I'm not going to be around for this. Uh, she goes, but don't worry, you're safe. So I was like, well, okay, but still, <laughs> you know. Ricardo said, so, God damn it, I'm late. If you want to jump in, Ricardo, if you want to <laughs> talk about the skinwalker, come on in, Papa. You got the link. I sent it to you. So if you want to jump in, you're more than welcome to jump in. Um, where the fuck was I at? Oh. Uh, so, you know, describing the skinwalker a little more, skinwalkers are usually very hairy in their human form. And, oh, ben, are you a fucking skinwalker? 
No. Okay. Because it's very hairy and you have one. I, I can barely walk, so it's a... <laughs> and it often where I chose the wrong fucking animal. Right. Now, now, now if there was a skin driver, maybe a skin Uber-er. Oh, yeah, there um, you go. <laughs> skin lifter. Right. <laughs> They often wear animal pelts. Some Navajos describe them as a perfect version of the animal in question. The skin may just be a mask, which are the only garments worn in the initiation ritual. Since skinwalkers are shunned and despised, numerous attempts have been made to hunt and kill a skinwalker. They're not usually successful, however. Sometimes a skinwalker will be tracked down only to lead to the house of the tracker or someone known by him. As in European werewolf lore, a human form will keep any injury sustained during animal form, which is sometimes a good way to find, we're just going to say the SW, hiding in your village. It is said that if a Navajo was to know the person behind the SW, they'd have to pronounce the full name, and about three days later, that person would either get sick or die for the wrong that they have committed. It was also believed that to kill one in animal form was to shoot it in the neck with a bullet dipped in white ash. I don't know the significance of the white ash. Yeah, I didn't say, like, does it have to be from a particular tree it, or something? Like it, has to be, it has to be some kind of specific, maybe, like, root or herb or something. I I, I tried to find more on it, and, of course, I mean, there's really not... Yeah, you're not, not going to find exact information on it. Ricardo said, so their weakness is a bottle of Nair. No, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm all the... Well, Severin, dude, have you ever seen Severin without a shirt? Yeah, Severin might be an SW, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, love yeah. Severin, but I have never seen him in an SW at the same time. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, can you go, go ahead and take over, Ben. Um, you see, uh, some say skinwalkers have the power to read human's thoughts. They also possess the ability to make any human or animal noise they choose, regardless of their current form. The skinwalker may use the voice of a relative or the cry of an infant to lure victims out of safety of their home, since the skinwalker cannot enter an inhabited home without invitation, similar to vampires, which I've heard before. I've been out in the country. But here's the thing. I've heard baby cries before. Here's the thing. Where it says they cannot they cannot go into a home without an invitation. Right. How many people have welcome mats? Dude, and I, yes. Okay, thank you. That's I've been saying that for a while now. Like, if you look at, well, when you came over, my mat that I have outside doesn't say welcome. It says Hogwarts on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's still considered a welcome mat. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Well, what if of, the welcome mat says go away? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Loopholes. Loopholes, <laughs> possibly. See, there you go. Ricardo's got the idea. Well, there you go, Ricardo. There you go. Uh, okay. Um, the SW can be spotted and singled out uh, from other people because their eyes glow like an animal's. Sometimes, sometimes even more so, even in human form. An animal form, they can be spotted by moving stiffly and unnaturally or acting strangely. Skinwalkers use spells and charms to instill fear and control in their victims. Some of the tools at their disposal include fragments of human bone launched by blowguns, which can poison and kill the unfortunate victim, and human bone dust, which can cause paralysis and heart failure. Skinwalkers have been known to find traces of their victim's hair, wrap it around a pot shard, and place it into a tarantula hole. Even live rattlesnakes are known to be used as charms by the skinwalker. The skinwalker can use anything of personal belong or anything of personal belonging and use in ceremony rituals against the person they're doing evil against. Hmm. So, I guess it's a good thing we live in the city, and maybe there's no SWs around? I don't know. Most of the time I see any videos of, you know, supposed things, it's like out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, I, I would say you're more likely to meet, uh, what are the, the, um, Lachusa than than a, a skinwalker, which which is literally just the Mexican version of a skinwalker. You Basically, know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, that's that's it's the same description. It's an evil witch who can turn into a fucking animal. 
You know what I mean? They turn into owls. So it's what did Ricardo see that night on Mayfield? Oh, dude. So uh, when Ricardo was on one of the episodes, we were talking, and I asked him, you know, have you ever experienced anything paranormal? And him and my cousin were driving home after a night of being out at the bar, and they passed by this house, and there was like a trash can outside, and he said he saw like a little baby on all fours that fucking turned into, I forgot what he said, if it was a cat, a big-ass cat, or a fucking dog or something, but the fucking little baby thing fucking, like, transformed into into some kind of animal. Huh. Yeah, and that was, I mean, that was out in Annabelle, and he was sober when it occurred. Huh, that's, and how long ago was this? Oh, uh, this was years ago, man. So I was like, fuck, I wonder if anybody else has... Maybe eating something turned into a dog. Yeah. And he was stone cold sober. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Like I said, I, I've been out I've been out camping with the family, and um, this is when I was younger, and I heard a baby crying. I remember telling my mom, you know, Ma, there's a baby crying out there uh, in the dark. Like, should we go look for it? And she just told me, no, close the or get away from the window, you know, and uh, try to go to sleep. Yeah, and, and you know, I just as a kid, I was just like, okay, whatever, and I did it. But looking back, I'm like, okay, well, what was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, fuck, you never know, man. So, uh, what what do skinwalkers use? So, you know, basically, they they use a powder called corpse dust, also known as corpse poison or corpse powder, and on on anti to poison victims. Corpse dust is composed of ground infant bones, often twin infants, specifically bones from fingertips and the back of the skull. Skinwalker blow it into the faces of their victims or down a chimney of the victim's home. I don't have a chimney. Soon after the victim's, uh, soon after the victim breathes the dust, the tongue starts to swell and blacken. They undergo convulsions and die not long after. So if I fucking die, in some fucking weird way, that's why. Because I did this episode of Somewhat Supernatural. <laughs> some medicine men were said to believe to be so in tune with the flow of nature that they could often take the form of a sacred totem animal. Totem animals are kind, gentle animals that have grown on humans so much that they acquire a sacredness and honored with dances, music, and artwork. These men are not to be confused with skinwalkers, however. Medicine men practicing healing blessings and the removal of curses, whereas skinwalkers seek to harm humans, lay curses, and practice evil wherever possible. So, this has been legend since before the United States was the United States of America. These tales have been around for, hell, maybe thousands of years, you know? Right. And so there has to be some kind of truth to this. I I don't know. Yeah, it's just a little too strange to just be made up. Know what I mean? Like, like why would you, like, if you're trying to make a, a an imaginary uh, something, whatever, why would you choose something like that, you know? Like, yeah. These specific rules. I mean, and there's a lot of, like, detail in this, you know what I mean, for it just to be chopped up to just, oh, it's just a fucking... And if you look at the way people act, the people who actually know have dealt with this, when you talk to them, you ask them questions, and you see their reaction, that is not a fake reaction. It's like when you ask a war vet about their time overseas. Right. You know what I mean? For the most part... You won't get... The, the the truth out of them. Yeah, because for the most part, nobody wants to talk about that kind of stuff, you know? So, I, you know, and Ricardo like, makes like, a good point. There's too many similarities across many cultures for it not to be an actual happening. Or an actual right, happening. that's the same way I feel about dragons. Oh, jeez. Are we going to have to do a dragon episode? I hope so. <laughs> Dragging my balls across your face. Dude, Sandra got mad when I got her with that one. Damn. You man. Okay, so talk to me about about uh modern stuff. Modern like So in nineteen ninety six is when the legend of the Skinwalker pretty much blew up into what we know it now and and it, it gained this popularity because 
the the legend it, it gained a lot of attention thanks to growing notoriety of Skinwalker Ranch, I've Utah, which we've talked about on Someone Supernatural before during the UFO episode. But there's a lot of strange shit going on there. Now it's a hot spot of bizarre phenomena, and America got its first real taste of the Navajo legend, like I said in 1996, when the Desert News published an article titled "Frequent Flyers." The story chronicled a Utah family's traumatizing experience with the supposed creature that included cattle mutilations and disappearances, UFO sightings, and the appearance of crop circles. But the family's most distressing encounter occurred one night just 18 months after moving onto the ranch. Terry Sherman, a father of the family, was walking his dogs around the ranch late one night when he encountered a wolf. But this was not an ordinary wolf. It was perhaps three times bigger than a normal one, had glowing red eyes, and stood unfazed by three close-range shots that Sherman blasted into its hide. Perhaps most terrifying were the voices Terry Sherman heard while walking his dogs late one night. Sherman reported that the voices spoke in, langu- in a language he did not recognize. Now that right there leads me to believe that he's not making this up, because right. he could have easily said they were talking English, they said this, they said that. But it's a language he did not recognize. He estimated that they came from about 25 feet away, but he couldn't see a thing. His dogs went berserk, barked, and ran back hastily to the house. The Sherman family weren't the only ones to be traumatized on the property. After they moved out, several new owners experienced eerily similar encounters with these creatures. And today, the ranch has become a paranormal research hub that that's amply named Skywalker Ranch. Now... Skinwalker. I would love, or sorry, Skinwalker. Skywalker. I had Oh shit, Brody Kane in the motherfucking house. What goes on, amigo? Yeah, How the dog was around? like, motherfucker, I'm gone, and just headed back. <laughs> oh, I was looking at like can people get into Skywalker Ranch. This place is fucking sealed as tight as a military base, man. They have private security all along that fucking place like all over yeah donnie if your dog runs you know it's no joke because dogs don't run away from shit unless they're really scared yeah, dogs are like i protect you with my life but not but against not that. against this <laughs> fuck this i am out so uh so a ufo enthusiast ended up buying uh skinwalker ranch <laughs> he's a las vegas realtor by the name of robert bigelow and he bought it for two hundred thousand dollars that's it bargain bargain of a lifetime so he he established the national institute for discovery science on the grounds and put up substantial surveillance the goal was to assess what exactly had been going on there so on march 12 1997 bigelow's employee biochemist dr colm kellum spotted a large humanoid figure perched in a tree detailed in his book hunt for the skinwalker the creature was about 20 feet off the ground about 50 feet away Keller wrote, the large creature lay motionless, almost casually in the tree. The only indication of the beast's presence was the penetrating yellow light of the unblinking eyes as they stared fixedly back into the light. Ultimately, Bigelow and his research team experienced over 100 incidents on the property, but couldn't amass the kind of evidence that scientific publication would accept with credulity. Bigelow sold the ranch to a company called Adamantium Holdings, 4.5 4.5 million in 2016. For return on investment. Yeah, you're fucking telling me. But like I said, Adamantium Holdings has that place fucking to the core with security. Like, well, that's where Weapon X is happening, dude. Adamantium. Oh, I mean, they're oh, holding like. Fucking geez. I mean, you would the UFO technology. I mean. We got it right there. You know what I mean? So, Brody, thank you for watching from the set. Oh, Brody, Brody gets to work on a. He's working on a set right now. That's fucking awesome. Oh, I fucking love it. Fucking love it. But yeah, Donnie, a skinwalker is no joke, man. I mean, all legends like that, anything that has that amount of history behind it, like Ben and I said, it there, there's got to be some fucking truth to it, man. Like there, it's not just something that somebody made up one day. And it's like, oh, well, we're going to cash in on this. No, because this this is from fucking old times. This yeah. isn't something that just fucking popped up. This isn't something that, you know, this isn't 
fucking uh, uh, Slender Man or some shit like that. This is shit that has deep roots in American, Native American culture. I don't want to say American culture, but Native American culture. You know, and, and it just—I don't know, man. Yeah, I—I I, I would be curious, but only in as much as I could see it without being exposed to it. You know what I mean? And, yes, and that's why when I see these videos on social media, I'm like, "Fuck!" Like that's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? But do I can't wholeheartedly believe it. Now, as a paranormal investigator. That's the kind of shit that we're fucking looking for. Is it worth my life to get on film? Oh, yeah, fucking most definitely. As long as it can be put out. You know what I mean? I I don't want to fucking go and catch this thing on fucking video and then I die and it never fucking sees the light of day. (laughs) You know? Right. Right. It's on your phone and then they're like, no, we're not going to release this. Um you know, for whatever reason, you know, scared that would be living shit out of me. My dog walked by and I was like, what the fuck? And then I heard the front door close and my daughter's friend took off walking. We're running by and I was like, oh shit, it's skinwalker. I'm gonna die. This is, this like, is talking about it. <laughs> Talk about manifesting. Your yeah. destiny. No shit. But Dude, uh, you know, we caught it and we caught an attack on you live. Dude, talk about ratings. Oh, fuck yeah. This ain't even sweet. That would be the way to go live on someone supernatural fucking taken out by a fucking... An exclusive. Uh, It's like, I'll be ready for interviews. (laughs) He was was my best friend. He told me when he dies, I could have all of his toys. Um. (laughs) Yeah, no, Jamie gets all that. So a skinwalker Brody, it's basically like the biggest of an animal you can think of, but it just doesn't look right. Um, I I don't know if if Australia has any any kind of skinwalker man. Uh, to be honest, I I didn't really see anything about any other. I I know other areas have changelings and things like that, but the Aboriginals. Um... Well, nothing a quick Google's. True that, true that. Oh, and I'm sure that Aborigines has some kind of, you know, some kind of entity that that may mimic the same similarities as a skinwalker. Um, Yeah, and they can take the form of their victim. Uh, They can steal your face. Uh, They can possess your mind. They can do... uh, And one thing that I did also hear is that the closer... Or the farther away that a skinwalker sat, like when you hear it, the farther away that it is, it's actually closer to you. So it's kind of like throwing its voice to kind of get you to go in like the opposite direction or come closer to it because you think that, oh, it's, you know, it's 50 feet away or, you know, 100, 100 feet away or whatever, whatever the case. But you walk and it's right there and then it blows a little dust into you and then fucking eat your ass or whatever it is that they fucking do. Okay, there is something uh Australian Aboriginals Kurdacha K U R D A I T C H A ritual executioner. Um this is just what I found. It says uh it wears woven feathers and human hair and treated with blood. Huh. So that's something we're gonna need to look into. <laughs> well I mean we got we, we have fucking hella episodes that we can do on all different types of shit. Like well, there's always gonna be paranormal shit. You know what I mean? That's why I love I love this topic of the paranormal. But back to Skinwalker Ranch, I would fucking love for Dark Side Paranormal to be able to investigate Skinwalker Ranch, but they don't fucking allow anybody in there for whatever reason, whatever they have going on there right now. You well, know, what if, what if what if we said please? You know that that'd be. That'd, I mean, we could try. Has we could anybody try tried? Please. I mean. I, I did not. I, did, I haven't emailed them yet. But I mean, if you want to email them, shoot, shoot them an email, and I, I you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm mediocre at writing. I might be able to. I don't know, man. You're, you're pretty awesome at, you know. <laughs> so. Ricardo, jump yeah. on if you want to jump on, Papa. Right, <laughs> like in uh, uh was it a uh, uh, Dragon Ball Super? 
pretty pretty peas with cherry on top. Pretty peas with a cherry on top. What? Yeah, but I, I just you know, and, and there's this one. I, fuck, I don't even know if it was from the show because there is a there is a documentary about Skinwalker Ranch or a show or some shit. I never watched it. Um, but there is. A, uh, no, they're gonna keep us out with their fucking machine guns and shit. We can use live bait. Well, well, you know, if, if you shoot yourself with smaller caliber bullets, you can develop an immunity. That's not so, how that works. It's not no? how that. Okay. It's not how <laughs> any of that works. No. <laughs> I'm just but kidding. I, don't don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Nobody out there. Don't do that for legal reasons. Not listen to Ben for legal reasons. Do not do that at home. But. Uh, I saw this video one time of um, somebody who had stayed at one of the cabins in, inside Skinwalker Ranch, and you can hear something outside fucking scratching on the fucking walls and shaking the shit out of the fucking cabin. And they were, like, super scared to fucking go out, which I, fuck, dude, I don't even give a fuck if it's humans out there fucking around. You know what I mean? I wouldn't go fucking look. Fuck all that, yeah. because what if it was a fucking Skinwalker? What if it was a fucking alien? I don't want to see a fucking alien. I, I don't have a hero complex. You, you, if I hear you outside, you're going to die. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but they didn't have any. The thing is, they didn't have any weapons on them. Now, if I had a right. gun or something, yeah, I'm going to go investigate. Whatever. I got my piece. I'm good. Well, um, nothing else. I mean, there's thunder and lightning. And lightning. Oh, my check. <laughs> my check. One, two, one, two, motherfucker. El Manos de Piedro. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I mean, I'm interested. I'm interested seriously about hearing firsthand accounts. You know what I mean? Like, um, hearing stories of people who've had multiple run-ins with them. But see, but that's the thing. The people that have had the multiple run-ins are usually native and they won't talk to you about it. You know, now have other people experienced it? Yeah. But the ones that have the experiences they just won't fucking talk about it you know yeah i mean i don't know there's got to be something out there somebody who's willing to i mean i could show my ancestry dna and show them how i'm fucking 49 percent native but i don't know <laughs> i don't See, know if that's gonna work <laughs> damn right brody one of them's for sale <laughs> if you want if you want to buy it he'll ship it to you in australia yeah, it may, it may cost a little bit in shipping, but yeah, this one, this one's for sale. <laughs> we just turned into QVC. Say, <laughs> so, uh, but instead of uh, uh, four easy payments, I want to do uh, three easy payments and one really fucked up payment. Yeah, like six dollars and twenty seven cents as the right, last but payment. But it has to be in wheat pennies before nineteen forty. <laughs> <laughs> So there are also many stories about skinwalkers online on Reddit. You can get on Reddit. I mean, take it for what it is. The TikTok saying, ones, yeah. You know, TikTok, fucking YouTube, wherever. There's tons of shit that you can look up. And, you know, the experiences commonly occur on Native American reservations or around Native American reservations and are allegedly only prevented by the... uh prevented by the blessings of medicine men. Those who claim to have seen these skinwalkers also said that they were fast and made a hellish noise. So I did see this one TikTok where this guy is outside. He's on a reservation and you hear this fucking scream. Like if a human made that fucking scream, I, 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 wow. Props to them because He's like, you can hear this thing like clear across town. And it's just fucking just this horrid fucking noise, man. And other people are coming out of their fucking houses and they're just like fucking looking around. And then like all the older people are like, no, 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 get inside, get inside, get inside. Yeah, you know what they, I mean? they know. Yeah. No, Ricardo, we're not doing a Mexico investigation. I already told you no. <laughs> not going to happen. So I myself, I've never had any personal experience with a skinwalker. Um, the closest thing that I've had experience with anything close to a shapeshifter was uh, Lechusa, um, which is a Mexican witch bird, which is very, like I said, is very similar to a skinwalker. 
but of this level, I've never experienced anything. Yeah, it's like I said, it's one of those things where I'm curious, but not so curious that I'm gonna go ahead and and head that way. You know, like if I hear if I'm outside and in you know Native American land and I hear a whistle or something like that, I'm just I'm just gonna go inside. <laughs> And you know what, Brody? It, so Brody said that's probably for, you know, when we do the audio only, uh, Brody said that's probably what my mate heard the other week. He said it's nothing like he's ever heard of before and it freaked him the fuck out. So, I mean, it, it could be, man. It, it could be a skinwalker. Like, like we said, every tribe has a different version with similar, similar characteristics. So it could easily be. Uh, an Australian Aboriginal type of skinwalker. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, like, legends, like I said before, legends of dragons have popped in in almost every culture all over the world, nearly simultaneously. So it's kind of like, how do you explain that when these people had no contact with each other? So it is, it makes sense for there to be um, fact in with the legends that you know come out of these stories from all over the world you know some kind of common thread so you can't just automatically dismiss something because it just seems you know odd or different or whatever you know i mean there's there's just too much unknown in the world for people to just say oh well this can't exist so it doesn't look all i'm right. saying is if you can believe that a fucking talking burning bush existed at one point in time. <laughs> if you can believe that there was a giant named Goliath who was taken down by a little boy named David, if you can believe in all these things that are in the Bible, why can you not believe that things like this exist? Granted, I get it, you know, because you're only supposed to believe in this and believe in that. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm not saying what anybody believes in is wrong, but but you have to look at the bigger picture and keep an open mind. Exactly. And and that's that's all life's about, man. You you we question that that's that's why we're here. I honestly believe that that is why we are on this planet is to question. <laughs> Ricardo said the bush did it says he was shot by a dude looking for El Guapo. That was the singing bush, not the burning bush. Are you the singing bush? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and Brody said we we live in an aboriginal like town. So there you go. So it easily could be some some form of that. Donnie said there's too much out there for these legends not to have some truth to them. And that is 100% true. Um, I mean, and like I said, demons and, and things like that. Who knows? Who know? Maybe what you first, what you see as demons are something even older. Right. Entities even older. And we just don't understand them. I did. I did have this uh, this thought in my head the other day, and um, I don't oh, remember what. Would you have the thought? Oh, no, no, no. I, I told my daughter though. I, I think I told my daughter. I don't remember if I told my daughter or if I told Damien. I was like, dude, what if the reason there's like demon possessions and fucking, you know, you get scratched by like demons and stuff? What if they're animal spirits and that's why they don't make any sense and they can't fucking talk and shit and all you hear is like growls and stuff? Like it could be like a bear, a bear spirit that's like, and then it fucking scratches you and you think it's a demon. Right. Really like a, you just, like you just give it some honey or some shit. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a fucking bear ghost, bro. <laughs> I blew my own mind with that theory. I was like, "Holy shit!" Okay, but what about the ones that uh, uh, turn your head around and make you throw a pea soup? That's only in the movies, Benjamin. <laughs> I've never witnessed that in real life, so only on the screen. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but <laughs> the ghost of Winnie the Pooh. Bring me some honey. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just the the Skinwalker is definitely one of the more horrifying legends out there, along with the Wendigo, which we need to do an episode on. That's another one that uh, we're not supposed to say the word out loud, but you know. Okay, let let me ask you a question though, and I want and I want this to be put online right now. All right, let's go. We're about to go to an area with a lot of woods. Oh, fuck. Is this going to be on your mind now? And should, do I need to tell Sandra to help you out a bit? 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I'll be good. I'll be good. You know, when I when I go to investigations, I'm always very like, oh shit. What was? Do you that? have another what bracelet? I, <laughs> I, I'm always protected. I'm all good. right, all right. <laughs> I'm always protected, and and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some more before we go, only because of the area that we're gonna be in. Um, I'm not so much worried about Hill House. If something happens, something's gonna happen. You know what I right. mean? Um, it's that bridge. It's the bridge that kind of has me like, uh, because something may happen, something may not happen. Now, when we go wandering through those fucking woods, I'm not worried about the spirits that are there. I'm not worried about the entities that are there. I'm worried about what if somebody's in the fucking woods trying to fucking rob us or fucking kill us and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm but my gun. That's what I'm going to say. That's when they're going to find out you don't fuck <laughs> with the dark side paranormal because we are strapped all the fucking time <laughs> on investigations. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, Donnie. Fucking skinwalkers are fucking terrifying, bro. Like I said, the, the legends itself is just, it, it's a horrifying thing, especially Wendigos as well. And there's a game on PlayStation 4 called what the fuck is the name of that goddamn game oh my That's god a weird name for a game hold on i have it here till dawn until dawn have you ever played this game i've i've watched the gameplay of it but i i played a, a rush of blood which is in that universe okay so this right here this game is actually so fucking cool if you are into, like, the whole Wendigo Legends and shit. This game right here, bro, if you can if you can keep everybody alive in the game, I commend you. Because you can save everybody. This game has tons of fucking different endings. It plays out like a movie. And so, you can save people... Or they die. You get a different ending if you save everybody. It's it's crazy, and it all has to do with the fucking Wendigo. Like it's it really? it was a damn good game. Yeah, it's nothing like the fucking VR game. Oh yeah, because the VR game was was awesome by itself. But yeah. um, speaking of of movies and shit, um, games that should be movies. Um, did you ever play that game? Um, Damn, it was a, the it kind of it kind of reminded me of the the SCP Foundation. Um, I forgot what it was called. It had a, a girl that had like powers where you could like push stuff and um, damn it, I had it on the tip of my tongue and I I, I don't remember the name of it. But yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll put it on the Facebook later on if I remember. But there was a game like where you have to. You have to fight through certain areas, and you'll get like a, a TV that makes it to where you know you go back in time or something like that, and you gotta hmm. try to to get this TV or a stop sign or whatever. So little things, like I said, that reminds me of just like the SCP, which again that would go to what like Cabin in the Woods, yeah, kind of like the SCP, yeah. Um, so that was, I don't know, stuff like that that's kind of I would say based around legend, always you know has that. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's not factor. You know. So. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> but yeah, this was this was a good one. Like I said, for uh, for people who want to learn more, go online, do your research, look up videos, look up articles. Uh, there's so much that you can learn. Um, but again, there's a lot of misinformation out there, so you got to yeah. kind of. You got to make sure you do your, yeah, your homework your due diligence. correctly. Yes, yes, definitely. So do we have any questions on this subject? Do you have anything that comes to mind? Any last thoughts on it? Chat, do you have any questions? Chat, um, do you have anything to say, chat? <laughs> huh? He said, From what? what I've read about Wendigos, they're either protector spirits and turn human that have consumed what? Or humans that have oh, consumed human yeah. flesh in turn. So he says, From what I've read about Wendigos, they're either protector spirits that turned or 
humans that have consumed human flesh. And oh, and oh, yeah. See, that's what I heard. That was a, a Wendigo was caused by cannibalism. Yeah, by consuming human flesh. Yeah. Because it causes you to, like, fucking go crazy and shit after a while. Well, does, and does eating ass count? No. <laughs> you're not a Wendigo. You're a slutty hoe. <laughs> I've been called worse. Yes, her. Yes, her. So I'm thinking that for the next episode of Somewhat Supernatural, I mean, we have fuck, we have Thanksgiving coming up in what two weeks? Yep. Fuck. And then and then the the investigation immediately afterwards. So this may be the only episode of Somewhat Supernatural in November. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm lying because this is the first week of November. Then we have next week. Then the week after that, we can do an episode of Somewhat Supernatural. <laughs> I say it's no show November. <laughs> no show November. <laughs> but yeah, no, we can fucking totally do an episode on Wendigos. We'll fucking knock that out of the fucking park. And I wanted to have videos for for this episode, but it was just hard to fucking find videos without somebody fucking yakking over the, yapping over the fucking... Yeah, video. It's like, fuck, man. Like, fuck off. I'm trying to fucking do a podcast about this shit and you're ruining my shit. And then, of course, Monday had to kick in and there's so many things that go wrong. Yes. Um, it's not, it's not ideal. Today was like my <laughs> Monday, though. Today was like my Monday. Fuck yeah, Donnie. If you're down, man, you got a computer, you got a mic, let me know. I'll send you the link. You can definitely be on the show with us. I don't care. It's my show. I do what I want. We can talk about it. <laughs> we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. But now that we have the supernatural out of this, I saw the fucking Eternals yesterday. How was it? I liked it. I liked it. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't How the many, best. How uh, many post-credit? There's two. Two? Okay. There's two, and I will just say that it has nothing to do with anything we've already had in the Marvel Cinematic. Oh, really? Interesting. So we already got uh, our tickets for Ghostbusters. Nice. So we're going uh, Saturday, the week before we head to um, Hill House. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, Ghostbusters was my jam when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like, I think Ghostbusters... Everybody's jam, bro. Dude, like, I wanted to be Venkman so bad. I wanted well, to be Egon. Happened? I don't know. I heard Egon? a fucking weird noise. Well, how can you tell? Do you get all that scary ass shit? No, <laughs> I heard. I, I don't know if the upstairs neighbors like moved a table or something, but I heard a fucking oh. weird noise. They always do that every time I fucking I'm on a podcast. They're fucking moving shit upstairs. Every fucking time, dude. Maybe so. maybe what we should do is we should have a. Uh, uh, a somewhat supernatural um where we rent out the movie theater. Ooh. And now that would be get, cool. Get a bunch of fans together uh, and we all watch a movie and then we can come back and talk about it on the podcast. So it's going to be me, you, Ricardo. Sandra. That's it. <laughs> Sandra via text. <laughs> so all right, guys, I want to thank you guys for joining me on this third episode of season two of Somewhat Supernatural. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I had a lot of fun. I had fun. I always have fun. I'm really tired, though. I'm really tired. I got to fucking work tonight, too. I need to take a fucking nap before I go into fucking work, yeah. which is probably a bad idea. I should just fucking just tough it out. But I got to get that fucking nap in. So, Ben, give the people the rundown of where they can find your stuff. All right, you can find me all over socials at I am Ben De Leon. Um, that's Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, I'm on Snap also, um, but I don't know why you'd want to follow me there because I'm a complete dork. Um, you can check out my podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major podcast places called uh, Recycled Corn. And uh, my first guest, of course, was the immaculate man that you see before you. He is probably one of the coolest guys I've ever met, um, named Scuba. And... <laughs> <laughs> But um, I would appreciate y'all uh, checking out the podcast, liking it on Facebook, uh, giving it a thumbs up wherever you can, rate us five stars, 
do whatever possible, share it with your friends, tell your parents, tell your auntie, tell, tell your father to put it on a bumper sticker, uh, rent out a plane, have that little tail come behind it as you're flying over the beach. Uh, do whatever you can. Get plenty of free advertising. I would love it. Um, basically, <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm shilling for myself right now. Uh, <laughs> you gave me the mic, so I'm going to use it. But, um, again, uh, check out the podcast. I think y'all like it. Um, and I think that's about it for me. Also, you guys are going to be catching Ben on Somewhat Supernatural a lot more. Um, he's going to be somewhat of my semi, semi permanent co-host, you know? And I, you Uh, know me, I'm all about the semis. He's all about the semis. (laughs) That's why he keeps me around. But as always, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host with the ghost. The Duke of the Dead, the one, the only, Lord Scuba Cabra, saying, see you later, motherfuckers.